Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's Thursday, November 17th. I am Joel Pearl, and it is time for your post-impact wrestling show. New digs for me. It feels weird, and it feels good. And uh, it's new digs for me physically, but here in the Fightful spaces, this is very familiar, and I love it because I got my ride or die. I got my partner in crime. I got my girl. I have Cressa Star. Cressa, how you doing tonight? I'm feeling zesty in this chilies tonight. I had a lot of caffeine. That last match did me in. But what to me it was a good go home episode. I'm I'm feeling pumped. The move, I you're in a different state of panic, but in a new state nonetheless. How is the yes. new state treating you? The new state's great. I gotta do some soundproofing. I apologize if anyone couldn't hear a little bit of echoing or anything like that, but uh, we're, we're slowly getting it together. The, all the masks will be set up soon. All the plants behind me are, are going to stay because put a little bit of liveliness in this room because mm-hmm. God knows it's going to need it. It's good. <laughs> this is this is a great room. This is a great office space for me to have. I'm very excited. So uh, yeah, I'm really happy with where I'm at. So we're, we're good. And we got a lot to talk about tonight. It was the go home show for Impact Overdrive. And we have Impact Overdrive airs tomorrow night on Impact Plus on the Ultimate Insiders YouTube channel. Uh, and also, we're going to be doing the post show for Overdrive. But we're not going to do it on Friday night because there's enough going on there. And we're not going to do it on Saturday night because, unfortunately, it was an AEW pay-per-view. So you got to do the Tony Khan media scrum. You got to do the post show for for uh, for for AEW full gear. You, you got to do Grapsity earlier in the day. So we don't want to trample on those. So instead of doing three shows in a day we're going to do our impact overdrive post show on sunday at i think we said 1 p.m eastern yeah that sounds about right to me wake up a little earlier guys get into it y'all you can go how about this at 10 a.m eastern you can wake up and go to youtube.com slash fightful overbooked join myself and my other co-host tim we're going to talk about the weekend wrestling probably going to talk about full gear we're going to talk about wwe we'll talk about all this stuff and then later on you can come to us 1 p.m eastern on sunday youtube.com slash fightful and join cresta and i for the impact overdrive post show how's that sound is that good 
Sounds like a comfy, cozy afternoon. Wear your onesies, grab your hot cocoa if you're in the Northeast and it's cold. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about overdrive. Nice and yep. snug. While you're here, why don't you overdrive that thumbs up button here at youtube.com slash Fightful or if you're watching on Facebook, because God knows we don't know where Twitter is going to be in the next few hours. But <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook, hit that thumbs up, hit that heart button, whatever you're going to do, interact with us. We'd love to see you. If you're in the chat, hey, how are you? Good to see you, as always. And uh, if you want to support us uh, in a different way, maybe financially, if that's what you want to do, you can leave us a super chat at youtube.com slash Fightful. It's that little dollar sign in the chat window. Any amount get your question or statement read on the air or you can donate at humperchats.com cresta as always will tell you what it's all about you can head over to humperchats.com put in any donation amount and we will read that question or comment live on air we get to keep a little bit more of the portion of that and it helps keep our lights on it lets everybody know that you like us it lets sean know that you like us and maybe you like us a lot more and we'll be around a lot more often humperchats.com send us your comments send us your donation because what's the best nation donation ah, that's good stuff i like that one this week <laughs> You know, if you make those donations, my RGB lights in the background might come back. You know what? You guys should do that so you can get a scissor me daddy ass in the background. Oh, <laughs> someone's going to be all for it, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Let's do it. You got the city in the background. Everyone's happy. It's a good night. It's a win-win. It's a win for everyone. Impact Wrestling tonight was a good time. It was a good, it was a win-win. Uh, mm -hmm. How'd you feel overall? Was this a fun show? We had a lot going on, and I know for you, the main event may have been a little too much. <laughs> Well, what do you think of the show overall, Cresta? Only have three complaints. There were two matches, and if you blink, you missed it. And then that end gave me, oh, <laughs> it was a good match. The wrestling contents were great. All, overall, four out of five go home show. Four out of five. Right. But that last, it did me in. I tried. I I tried. I tried. It was This was me the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching you're it's like you're watching a gcw you know uh, main event i would not match survive tournament. A, D, a gcw <laughs> card i would pass away i would go to the i would see my ancestors fair enough it was i, I enjoyed the show we're going to talk about it we're going to dig right into everything we'll talk about bti we'll talk about fightful select we'll talk about all the stuff so how about we start with bti which i think i'm going to start calling Instead of it uh, before the impact, I'm going to start calling it biting the impact because Cresta, every damn wrestler in this promotion bites somebody. And it's, it's from the top down. Crazy. Okay, Tommy Dreamer tonight biting Steve Macklin. Crazy Steve bites people. Rosemary bites people. That Sammy Callahan was biting Eric Young. I feel like Black Young. bites people too. But of course he does. That's what he, <laughs> he's a Taurus. That's what he does. Biting the impact. That's what it was. That is true. That's tonight. That tonight was bite the impact. <laughs> you know who also bites the impact is George Iceman. I don't know. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> of course, I got to segue into it somehow. So we had George Iceman telling us about Jessica going missing. Hasn't checked in with the agents, but she's been seen on TikTok. She's actually been on the Impact Wrestling TikTok. It's actually been really funny watching her do the thing. They talk about it later on when they do uh, a Taya and Rosemary thing. But uh, she says, you know, she's been drinking to calm down and relax. And tonight it's Jessica versus Tasha Steeles, and it's scheduled, but her status is in question. And I'm like, that's it? They just went right to the match after that. Yeah, it was a short um, Iceman intel. He only gave us one intel that I feel like wasn't really intel. <laughs> Where's my intel, George? 
There wasn't much going on. All the secrets are for tomorrow. Shh. I'm going to start asking George Eisman to do a run-in on this show. I think that's what we need. I honestly just have a random, like, wait a minute, we're getting a call. Getting Who is it? It's me, George Eisman. I, 10 out of 10. Book it. You think I could get him? I, I don't. I, I don't know. There are other shows that bring in Triple H. Maybe I can bring in. Maybe I'll bring in George Iceman. Some people get Tony Khan. Some people get Triple H. Triple H. If you know, you know. Let's get George Iceman on the phone. Not Scott Demore, because Daddy needs to come back someday. But we'll get. We'll get. We'll get George Iceman. How's that? I love it. Ten out of ten. I'm all for it. Uh, let's talk about Andrew Everett, the seven footer, taking on Yuya Uramura in a very, very good match. Fast paced. Good stuff. Good BTI match. Honestly, double Asai Moonsault from Everett looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that Yuya is starting to bring in new offense into his game, and he eventually gets the win with an inside-out clothesline and hits that crossbody for the win. Still not loving the crossbody as a finish, but I know he can do other things, so I'm thinking I'll be okay. What do you think of this match between Everett and Yuyamura? Honestly... I praise Impact every week for this, but they take Pete. I've never seen Everett wrestle before this. Maybe he's new. Maybe he came and went back. He looked really good. At first, I was like, he looks like a young somebody else. But as he was wrestling, no, he's his own man. He's his own person. I really liked him. I mean, I knew you and Moore was going to win. And I really like you and Moore. So I was like, yes. But at the same time, I would love to see Everett back. I would love to see him do something else. I would love to see him versus a PJ Black because everyone. Everyone who comes into Impact, I feel like, starts off in the X Division some way, somehow, some shape. Because this felt like an X Division match, just with, like, maybe heavyweight guys, if you will. But that means nothing in Impact. (laughs) Hey, remember, the X Division, it's not about weight limits. It's Mm -hmm. about no limits. So that's what we do when you get a guy like Andrew Everett, who is 7 foot, 458 pounds, shades of Andre the Giant, taking on Yuya Uemura, who is definitely not that size. Yeah. M.A. Solko hits us with a super chat, starts us off saying they need to hire Big Dog full-time. Only if Big Dog bites, because we've established an impact. Yeah. If the Big Dog don't bite, we don't want the dog at all, right? But if a dog has teeth, it bites. <laughs> <laughs> I had too much caffeine today, guys. I said I wasn't going to be tired, because normally by the end of any wrestling, this is me. I give up the ghost. Today, <laughs> give, Cresta, give Cresta all the uh, all the thumbs up and all the stars. How's that? <laughs> Let's go. Main Impact Show opens up with the X Division title semifinals. It's Black Taurus versus PJ Black. And I love that they have Crazy Steve doing Mm. introductions for Black Taurus because not only does it make Black Taurus a little bit more important, it's something that we haven't seen before when it comes to Black Taurus' presentation. I really enjoyed that they made him look a little more serious in a match against PJ Black, who Black comes in with, you know, his, his veteran style and veteran status, but... Really, the emphasis here was Black Taurus in a match that, quite honestly, I thought was pretty ho-hum. But Black Taurus getting the win, I like that. Tell me about it, Crystal. What'd you like? What'd you not like? So I felt like in the beginning, PJ Black had a more control of the match than Black Taurus. And maybe about like two-thirds into the match, he when he went to go do that second moonsault, he landed on his knees, I believe. I'm just double-checking it was the big stomp from um, PJ Black onto Black Taurus. And then after that, it was a war of attrition. They just kept slapping each other. But um, uh, Black Taurus was able to come out on top of that and then really put the beats on it with a destination hellhole, which as it was cool and all, it was still one of those situations where it's like, I, don't, I mean, let me rephrase that. 
I like Black Taurus. I'm glad he won. And I'm a buster for trying to add more analysis to that because I was just rooting for him the whole time. I'm trying to be in depth. I'm not going to hold you. PJ Black did a great job, but I love Destination Hellhole. I think it's super clean. I'm not going to hold you. I'm sorry. I tried to be smarter than I am. I just got to give it to you straight. <laughs> Said it before. I say it again. Love the move. Hate the name. But at the same time, Black Taurus, this was his match to win. This was his opportunity to take. And for him to be PJ Black, that doesn't mean nothing. You know, it's the semifinals of this whole tournament. And PJ Black performed well in his opening match and in this match too. I feel it was a ho-hum match because it just, it didn't hook me the way that other X Division matches did in this tournament. So at the end, Destination Hellhole gets the win. We're going to do Black Taurus versus Trey Miguel for what they're saying is the first time ever for the X Division Championship this Friday. I'm a fan of that. I uh-huh. love seeing Trey Miguel in an X Division Championship match. I love seeing Black Taurus getting a shot himself for a, for a title that... For the first time, it looks like he could win it. Yeah. Because the last time he he challenged for that X Division Championship, it was against Josh Alexander, who was on a hot streak. And it was like, mm, it'll be a good match, but we know the outcome. This is the first time where I'm saying Black Taurus could potentially win the X Division Championship. No, I totally agree. I think it's quite possible. Very very possible. And it's nothing against Trey Miguel because I think Trey Miguel is fantastic. But I think Black Taurus now is on a hot streak and I would really like to see Trey Miguel's descent into madness. I honestly, I would. He's been fighting more fiercely, more competitively. I'm not saying that he's not like Spider Trey all the time, but it's more of a, like a heelish style. And I'm super excited for that. I think now's the time to strike for Black Taurus. Cause I think the K is losing it tomorrow. That's just me. That's just me. I think the K is losing it tomorrow. Um, right. So I, it'd be nice to see. Oh, I mean, I mean like losing it tomorrow. I mean the tag team belt. The, yeah. Death dolls. Yeah. 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 Um, so I feel like that that's going to be the turn for decay. And I think it's time for black Taurus. I think he have a good, decent run. And even if spider trade like loses his, his crap. I almost said, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so getting messages from Sean about the post show <laughs> as we speak. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Right now we've told you it's Sunday. We'll see if it maybe it'll change. Just pay attention to us on whatever forms of social media you get. So here we go. You're getting uh, updates by the minute. We're getting updates by the minute. Subscribe to our, I don't know, YouTube channel. I don't know. Just just, just subscribe to us here. Uh contract signing. Scott Demore is with Josh Alexander, Frankie Kazarian, and Tracy Brooks is there with Frankie Kazarian. That's his wife. And then Jade is there with Josh Alexander. That's his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting thing that they're trying to set up. Again, they keep doing this story where Josh and his family are there at ringside, but like they don't get involved unless they absolutely have to. And in this case, Jade does get involved and has a little bit of, she has words with Frankie Kazarian in this whole uh, contract signing. Right. So, it's a, it's a whole, I respect you. We're both faces. I'm, you know, uh, Josh Alexander says, I respect Frankie because I wanted to be X division champion because of you. And you know, the match we had against Aussie open, it opened my eyes that you're a better performer now than you've ever been. Kazarian's like, you're a great husband and father. And it's just a shame that I'm going to have to beat you for the world championship. And then Jade's like, no, you should probably get ready because you're going to be disappointed when Josh walks away with his impact title. And then Kazarian's like, Hey, stay out of it. And Josh is like, don't you, you know, and then he plays protective husband. And I don't know. Again, I just feel like they're, they're almost shoehorning the, the, their wives into this storyline. 
And they've done this before, and I don't understand why they keep doing this. I get that Josh is a family guy. I get that that's part of his character and impact, but it felt a little forced here. What did you think of the contract signing? And then we'll go backstage with the bully stuff. First and foremost, I would like to say that these two men have very beautiful wives and they were dressed 10 out of 10. I want both of their outfits. Please DM me. Where did you get that? Beautiful. Yes. That being said, Frankie Kazarian was kind of right. Not for nothing. Not talking to you. (laughs) I mean, like, not talking to you. And I get Josh Alexander being mad, but it's like, it's like you said, it feels very forced. He is a family man, but the story's really been don't trust Bully Ray, which whatever. But I, I don't I don't know what's the point of this. I thought they were gonna fight. I'm like, are, is there new knockouts? Am I missing something? Like I didn't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't and they're they're both trained. They are both trained professional wrestlers. Tracy okay. Brooks, Brooks, and Jade are both trained professional wrestlers. Could they get in the ring? Absolutely. It's up to them if they ever wanted to, but at the same time, why? And they haven't yes. done it with any other uh, any other matchups for Josh. It's always just been Jade there with Jet, who is mm-hmm. one of the, who is uh, Josh's son, and they're the support team, and that's wonderful, and it's great, and it's always heartwarming. This time, we just kind of added her so that Kazarian had someone to get upset with, and then Josh kind of had to play up the "Don't you talk to her like that" mm-hmm. kind of like protective father and husband figure. I just again, it felt forced to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 1000%. It's one of those things like you, I think you said this last week. It's kind of like, why? Like, if there's a rhyme or a reason, I'm totally with it, but I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And then we go backstage, and Kazarian's waiting for Josh Alexander to walk through the door, and he says, Hey, you know what? We got a little heated in there. I apologize. And we're going to be okay. We'll have a good match. And then Bully Ray walks in and he says, it's good to see Kazarian. He's like one of the only guys that I still recognize and, 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 and understand here. And he says, Kazarian, if you win, I still want you to know I'm going to stand right here face to face, shake your hand and call my shot to your face the same way. And then Kazarian calls Bully's bluff, says Bully's, you know, you're still the same guy you always were. And then Bully's upset and he walks off. And then finally, finally, Josh Alexander snaps and he's just like, everyone's telling me how I should feel about Bully Ray, including you, Kazarian. Like people need to stop telling me who to trust. I don't trust anyone. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to trust anybody. And then Kazarian's like, go talk to Tommy Dreamer, which by the way, like it's just bad advice altogether. Like what? Don't, 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 just don't. Why would you go talk to Tommy Dreamer? What is wrong with you? I was thinking that exact same thing. Like, why are you going to ask Tommy Dreamer, the same Tommy Dreamer who flip-flopped on Bully Ray once already in this whole thing? Don't trust him and then know he's different. That... <laughs> why? Well, you know what? Any, you could say, go talk to Lance Storm. And I'd be like, yeah, go talk to Lance Storm. He'll give you a ton. He'll give you a ton. But if your answer is go talk to Tommy Dreamer, I feel like I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take that advice. Lance Storm would just look at you and tell you, I don't like this person. Pretty much. He'll just be straight face and be like, computer. I love this guy. That guy is great. <laughs> Have you considered a headlock? Anyway. I'm sure Lance Storm is very lovely. I'm sure he's a comedian. It's actually very funny when you give him a minute. 
I love a good dry humor. Pull up, Landstorm. <laughs> That's right. If he could be serious for a minute, he'll tell you a good joke. Uh, we'll pick up this thread later with the Bully Ray and the Josh mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but for now, we'll go to the four-way tag match. Motor City Machine Guns, Ozzy Open, Ace of Bays, and Raj Singh and Shira, who were like odd men out of this whole tag match. I don't know why Raj Singh and Shira were there. I assume it's just to fill bodies. Uh, either way, it's a good momentum builder match. I assume whoever is coming out of this. So we found out later it's Ace of Bays in a Mm, we'll talk about that finish in a minute but we assume whoever's coming out of this really will have the next in line shot for the impact tag titles uh so honestly motor city machine guns and in aussie open feels like a match we need to see soon and Mm -hmm. we we will see it again i know it i can see that being run back yeah yeah they got to run that back and they got to do it for those new japan strong open weight championships that motor city machine guns uh won in between the tapings and now so i would like to see some of that i love the finish chris bay goes flying through the air and while he's flying over the top rope he tags in his partner ace austin and that alone like it's just an amazing blind tank that you would never ever see and then eventually they you know bay takes everyone out had tagged in his partner comes back in hits the art of finesse and they hit the fold on kyle fletcher mark davis kyle fletcher gets pinned Ace of Bays wins this one. Really solid, quick, fast-paced tag match. What did you think, Cresta? This match, after some point, like you said, so fast-paced, I stopped writing notes. I was in awe. Shout-outs to Raj Singh and Shira. I respect just putting yourself in a position to be seen because they were good. They fit in the match, but, like, really, first of all, nobody else got an intro besides Motor City, and that was halfway through. And then on top of that, I felt, I personally feel Ace Austin has grown. So, like, literally, Chris Bay put the finesse onto Ace Austin to just tweak everything. They're so fluid now. I used to be a big Ace Austin hater, and now I want to see him win the tag team championships. I really do. I don't want him to turn on Chris Bay, which I know he's good for, but <laughs> I think that they're really great together. That finish was peak. And then for them to pin Aussie Open, who had that banger of a match with Motor, Mas- Motor City Machine Gun. Say that five times fast. But right. <laughs> like, it was Chef's Kiss. That was a really good match. Tonight really also felt like an X Division X Division show because almost every match was bing, bang, bong, bing, bang, bong. It was really, really good. Really good. Yeah, absolutely. There was a, lo- a lot of just pillar to post, really quick mm-hmm. paced matches. And it did nothing overstate its welcome, in my opinion. It was just a, a good, clean show from top yeah. to bottom which i enjoyed uh i'm gonna get to the super chat because then we can move on to the other stuff jason major <laughs> saying to have been a fly on the wall while joel watched the nwa pay-per-view cresta did you watch hard times three what's that it was the last <laughs> nwa pay-per-view where tyrus became the nwa world's heavyweight champion all right so i have been following very loosely the NWA drama. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing clips from people like Will Washington, Seahawk, of I guess some dive roll. And then they were like, this is your champion. And this is why so-and-so said this. And Nick Aldis said that. And I'm like, I I don't, I'm not familiar with that promotion. So I don't have a critique, but it's just been like, wow, the internet is really interneting on this. So, uh, <laughs> This this is a promotion where in 2019 they were doing really well. They were just a studio style throwback wrestling promotion. They had some good stuff going on for them. They had some really fun matches and really fun storylines going on. Pandemic hit. 
they were trying. Nothing was hitting. Um, Dave Lagana left. He was he was uh, implicated in in speaking out. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but Dave Lagana no longer works in the NWA, uh, and it showed because Bully, uh, not Bully, sorry, Billy, decided to take over the creative, and from there everything just kind of went to shit. Tyrus is now the champion. Tyrus brings that belt onto Fox News, where of course it gets people watching and. Anyway, I actually didn't make it through the entire pay-per-view because I fell asleep at 10 o'clock that night. I had spent the whole day moving and unpacking. So to be a fly on the wall would have been to be a fly watching me sleep, and that would have been creepy. That being said, the women's match, the women's title match was actually really good on that show. It was uh, Camille taking on Chelsea Green and Kylan King, and it was a really fun match. And the irony of ironies being that Trevor Murdoch, who was the former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and Billy Corgan and Tyrus all talking about how they don't have any TV-ready women. Meanwhile, those three tore it up. So if you're going to watch one match from that entire show, the women's three-way is the one to watch. Ooh. Oof you know, I love, I love when um, wrestling goes mainstream, I guess, you know, because I want more eyes on any product, to be honest with you, because I love wrestling and I want more people to talk about it with. It's just... Every time, yeah, yeah. And when Not I think that. of that, I think of uh, remember back in the day, our boy, Mr. Seven Feet Tall, you can't teach that. And how he was all over TMZ with the belt. And at first it was cool. And then it was like, yikes, please, please stop. <laughs> We're talking about it because someone sent a nice super chat. Therefore, <laughs> we decided to uh, veer off. Ali Cad is like, can. no more. I poured bleach on my eyes. I don't want to hear about you. this anymore. <laughs> so let's go back. Rosemary and Taya. Taya, by the way, had a great match in the NWA once upon a time. So now we can go back to Rosemary and Taya talking about the last time they saw Jessica. There was last week, and they haven't seen her since, but they've been seeing her do TikTok dances, <laughs> which is hilarious. And Taya shows Rosemary, and she's got this look on her face. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then Ty is just like, I spoke to Scott Damore. I can take Jessica's place in the match versus Tasha Steeles if she can't make it, which is what we end up mm-hmm. doing anyway. Tasha Steeles takes on Ty. It's a little match. It's okay. Um, I actually really like the the finish where Ty goes for the cutter. Or sorry, Tasha goes for the cutter. There's a reversal. Ty goes for the road to Valhalla, which is her finish. And then Tasha Steeles reverses it, but Taya sits out and gets that shocking pin. I really like that. Straightforward, simple finish. Uh, Tasha doesn't look awful, but takes the loss anyway. What do you think of the match? I thought, first of all, I have to say, Jessica doing TikToks when she should be at work, is she spying on my life? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really funny. I was kind of worried that I don't want her to go on a bender and then come back maybe a little too soon. They pull the trigger on it. And then for her to come back with the double beer cast, like, ah, Paps Blue Ribbon, I understand. (laughs) I, too, would have missed work and lost my memory. I get it. I think it's really funny and how it's completely gone from, again, like we said last week, oh, are they going to break them up to now? Oh, my God. I love Jessica. Don't leave me. I love this. I I think it's really silly, but the good kind of sports entertainment silly. It does suck that I feel like Tasha Steeles took the took the L here. But also 
commentary put over Taya Valkyrie has the longest knockouts women championship That's reign right. in history. I remember seeing bits and pieces of Impact back in the day where she was just terrorizing that division. She was that girl. So Props yep. to you, Mama. <laughs> so it fits. It fits, and it was a good match. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, this the, the theme of the night, other than biting, is that it did not overstay its welcome. Yeah, it worked out. Post match, Tasha Steeles stomps out Taya. She's upset. I get it. Rosemary comes in, tries to make the save, and Savannah Evans comes in and uh, just chokes out Rosemary while Steeles is getting beat down by Taya. Out comes Jessica because she's sick. She's got the beer helmet, which I want that so ten bad. out of ten. Sell that. That's great merch. <laughs> I need That's one of those stupid beer helmets so bad. And she does the uh, the dusty road shake, growl, and roll punches. Knocks out Steels and Evans, and then she's got her back turned as Taya and Rosemary go to like you know say thank you and then she turns around because she's drunk she's like ah, as if she's gonna fight them <laughs> and then they all hug and that's the segment straightforward simple it was good stuff i liked it it was great i loved it i loved it i thought it was great i'm glad she's back still feel like you losing tomorrow and i don't like that but here we are we'll see we're gonna give our predictions by the end of the show by the way so uh, stay tuned here josh alexander does eventually speak to tommy dreamer and he's like hey tell me about bully and Tommy imparts some pretty good advice here. He says, as you go, as you get older, things become clear. You see them clear. And right now, Bully is back because it's about changing legacy and public perception. He talks about all the guys that and, and women that Bully has turned on, injured, and what he's done in the process and how he can still change and how this is going to affect his legacy. I don't hate it, but it again just like the rest of it, felt a little forced. How'd you feel about Alexander and Dreamer? I hated it. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I hated it. It. I get it. For weeks, for weeks, don't trust him. Don't trust him. He's a jerk. He's an asshole. He's a backstabber. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. Tommy Dreamer, you even said, don't trust him. And now he's trying to change new lead. This feels forced. And I don't like it. I don't. Because at the, at the end of the day, even when the post-match at the end, it's like, the, what was the point of y'all telling us to not trust this man for weeks so we could get a little glimpse the night before so he can still turn on? Right. I want to talk to the manager. I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to your agent. I want to, and I don't mean to quote Shawn Michaels in them, but I want to hell decide who booked this. <laughs> you like for weeks, for weeks, for weeks to the point where even Josh Alexander was like, yo, I'm tired of hearing it. I thought, okay, we're finally going to get some resolution to this. If this was the resolution, I want to fight Tommy Drew. <laughs> I want Macklin's spot. <laughs> Jason Major with the super chat asking Josh to talk to Dreamer about hair advice next. I hope not. That top knot is hiding a lot of things and they ain't just secrets, Cresta. Hiding secrets, secrets and lies. <laughs> but you know what secrets are available to you? All of the good secrets over at FIFOSelect.com for five bucks a month it starts. You know what we dropped today, Cresta? We dropped news on AR Fox, on Soraya. We dropped news on Will Washington. Mm-hmm. We got the Will Washington scoops in the house. It's FIFO the Select. Will Washington report. That's right. We've got WWE's interest in Jonah, the former Bronson Reed. Jonah, who once appeared in Impact Wrestling, and at one time I thought was going to take on and maybe win the Impact Championship. Not the case, but he might be going back to WWE, or maybe not. Who knows? Fightful Select has the details. And, of course, because we're the Impact Post Show, and some information about the Impact Wrestling figures and who's making them and how they're being distributed, so on and so forth. And this weekend, tons of full-year scoops are coming your way. Alex Palowski's got sour grabs 
every post Raw and SmackDown. They're going to do post pay per view as well. So full gear, post pay per view, the whole thing. They'll be doing that. So much content. It's it's not just the news. You get so much stuff for your five bucks. There's stuff dropping every day. Audio shows, video shows, you name it. It's happening. FightfulSelect.com. Get in on it. How was that? That was a good transition, wasn't it? That was good. Like you've been working on your uh on your um weatherman, if you will, your front desk. I love it. Joel for That's president. Right. Well, oh, if you prime want to be president. Minister, sorry. Ooh, sorry, I will prime take minister. prime minister. Uh, <laughs> Donate a super chat here at Fightful.com, YouTube.com slash Fightful, or you can donate to Humper Chat, HumperChats.com. Any question or statement, get your any dollar amount, get your question or statement right on the air. Can you tell that I've been up since 7 a.m.? No, but can you dig it, sucker? I can. Grand B sends a super chat saying breaking news. Bully Ray is not a good dude. Thank you for that. That is the breaking <laughs> news of the hour. Did not know that is amazing. <sighs> well, he definitely... Uh, Turned over a new leaf in this old school rules match. Steve Macklin takes on Tommy Dreamer. I mean, listen, it, it's a plunder match. Yeah. It, it's fine. It, it is what it is. End of the day, Macklin gets the win, as he should. There's some baking sheets. There's some tables. There's kendo sticks. Uh, they make reference to the Sandman, who, by the way, is competing in GCW on December 3rd for the tag titles, where he's teaming with Two Cold Scorpio in a triple threat match. If, Scor- if Two Cold Scorpio and Sa- Sandman, if they walk out with those GCW tag titles in 2022, I'm going to love every second of it, Cresta. Two Cold Two? Wow. Say it five times. Two Cold Scorpio. Two Cold Scorpio. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> if he wins in this in this year of our Lord, Amazing. Uh, at one point, Tommy Dreamer goes for an elbow drop. It was more like an elbow flop. That's all I got for that. I just needed to get that in there. And then finally, Impact, Mr. Impact, his name is Will, who's at every single show, and I pointed him out before. I thought his name was Kevin, but it's Will. Uh, anyway, he actually helps Tommy Dreamer load a table into the ring. Kind of wild, kind of fun. I like that was he that, gets to live his Was dream. that real, or was that like... The guy? I was like... Yeah, no, because like I've heard of Mr. Impact before. I'm like, so he just walked out of the crowd. like, hey, who's the Impact? We love you. Or he's was a, that like? He's spending? a fan. He is a fan at every single show, sitting right by the like. They know who he is, and therefore they trust him. He doesn't work for the company. He goes to every show. He's like he's like the guys who used to go, and the girls who used to go to the WWE shows and sit front row, like right, right off to the side. There was the mother and son, and everyone would be like, who is that guy mm, or sign yeah. guy who would go to every single ECW show. Same thing, same energy. I think maybe, you know, maybe you need people like him. Hire this man to be a plant. Do it. Do it. Didn't really work for him this night because uh, Macklin got the win with the DDTs, the KIA on the chairs. Tommy Dreamer is defeated as he should be. Once again, in 2022, we do not need to be defending Tommy Dreamer. I'm not going to hold you. Ridiculous. I did not pay attention to this match. It was one of those matches where it's like. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Like you said, like, I, I don't see the point because Macklin was mad last week and Tommy Dreamer was like, I'll show you who's tough. It's like, even if I liked you, I don't want to see you get beat up by Macklin. Macklin, who's on the edge, who's had like five people skip him, that Macklin? They even made reference to it. They're just mm-hmm. like, he beat all of these guys. He's He's got it now. Macklin goes after Tommy Dreamer after the match with the chair. He's going to take him out. And then mm-hmm. out comes Bully Ray. So Bully Ray's playing the face, and then he stops Macklin. And then Moose comes out, takes out Bully. Moose and Macklin are working together again to take out Bully Ray. Josh Alexander evens the odds. German, German suplexes for all. Doubles choke slam for Macklin from Josh and Bully. And then they tease a little dissension before handing each other their Call Your Shot Gauntlet title and the Impact World Championship. It was fine. It was okay. Um, Philly 76 with a super chat saying not a big fan of the segment ending with Macklin getting one up, but I'm glad to see him beat dreamer clean. He needs to be the next world champion. I agree. Steve Macklin would make an excellent impact world champion mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to it. Don't know if I want him beating Josh Alexander for that title, but it's certainly on the horizon. I wouldn't hate it. I'm not going to hold you. It would be spicy. That would be a spicy option. Honestly, I didn't like this post afterwards with the Josh Alexander helping bully. I My eyes rolled to the back of my head. I summoned Cthulhu and opened up a wormhole through my third eye. I was so annoyed with that because it's like for weeks, for weeks. And then you're like, I know, don't trust Bully Ray. I know, I know. And then what do you do? You trust Bully Ray. Sometimes we see the point and say, you know what? I don't need that. And that's how I felt. That's how I how, felt in that moment. On a scale of one to 10, how excited are you for in the next, I don't know, one to two weeks the tag team match of Moose and Macklin versus Josh Alexander and Bully Ray. I hope Josh Alexander turns on him. (laughs) 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 You guys, you have to hit him with the last time Bailey turned on Sasha. They're like, but Sasha didn't turn on you. I turned on her first. You got to turn on her first. You got to, nah, nah, nah. If you were ever in doubt about Bully Ray, I, inc- I, in- I I implore you, encourage you to just, even if you don't want to watch all the masters, watch the synopsis of aces and eights. Yeah. All yeah. the way from beginning, beginning to the end and not just stopping at Hogan. Let's go all the way to the end, all the way to the end. And it's like, Billy, I understand, uh, not Billy, who, who's Billy? Bully, I understand that you want to like change your legacy, but it's like, ooh, you're not known for being loyal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Emmy Sokol with the super chat saying a candy box that I brought for them was in the can. I love it. Sulco with all the scoops from Vegas. I hope you bring us more. Go to all the shows. I think you need to become our new scoopster for Impact with all these live shows. You know, I forgot about that garbage can spot. I don't understand how you're spitting in someone's face and we're in a pico de gallo. That's unsanitary. <laughs> Ask your mother. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. Masha Slamovich and Gia Miller are backstage. First of all, they're going to make me read during this interview. Like, Time to read, baby. I don't want to do this. Russian subtitles. I love it. Well, the English subtitles for Russian speaking. Uh, it's Masha's first interview with Impact. And my only question before we dive into the content of it is, does Gia understand what Masha's saying? Because like her reaction to each question is just like, I'm going to get to the next question. And it's not even hesitation. It's just like they just cut and did the next question. Cut, let's do the next question. Cut. It was just really, really awkward. But... I like Masha's performance here. Uh-huh. It was good stuff. Um, just uh, honestly, it's just Masha being like, Gia, you're a little girl. You don't know how to fight. You don't know anything about winning or losing. And what are you even talking about? And then Gia keeps asking questions like, you lost? What now? And then she's like, you're asking questions like a little girl. <laughs> just, and then finally, like, where have you been? And Masha's like, this is a question only an idiot would ask. You're not a fighter. No one understands what must be done. I did what I needed to do. Do you understand? And then what do you expect from this match? And Masha looks at the camera and says, death. That end when she just like death, 10 out of 10. So Masha, that was Russian. She was speaking, right? Yes. So do you remember the old memes on the internet where it's like, in Mother Russia, you don't hunt bear, bear hunts you? (laughs) That's what it was giving. And I lived for every moment of it. And also at the very end, because I'm a meme lord, when she said death, all I could hear was Wendy Williams going death to all of them. I'm like, you can't say that, Masha. (laughs) She did it in a tweet, so clearly she's going to do it here. I believe it. I, I hate that for Jordan Grace. I really do. But kind of this time, I believe Masha Masha might kill you, like, or at least get disqualified. Like, <laughs> she mm. might really try to kill you. It's going to be a good match. We're going to talk oh, about yeah. that when we do our predictions. Absolutely. Laredo Kid and Rich Swan have a quick match. Uh, honestly, it was a fast, very fast start, very fast finish. Swan gets the win, hitting his springboard cutter, and then goes into that 450 splash. I assume this is to get Swan a little bit closer to an X Division Championship spot. Um, at the same time, they then announced that they're going to do a six-person X Division showcase match at the pre-show for Overdrive tomorrow night. So any thoughts on Laredo Kid and Rich Swan? I love Rich Swan. I love Laredo Kid. I don't like that Laredo Kid. I do not like when Laredo Kid loses, though. I feel like he just got there. But at the same time, not everyone could win. You know what I mean? It kind of worked out for the best, considering, unfortunately, Laredo Kid would go down with injury a couple nights later. So having Rich Swan win that match at least doesn't mean they had to rewrite everything when it comes to the stories that they were telling uh good news is laredo kid is recovering and recouping but uh still he, he he's going to be out for a little bit of time so if anyone's going to lose at least rich swan picks up the win who's an impact mainstay uh and can move forward with whatever plans they have for rich swan yeah like i said i don't hate Rich Swan. i think he's a fantastic wrestler i just again i like i really like laredo kid but Again, not everyone could win. It was a solid match, but that was the other match that if you blink, you missed it, literally. Yeah. Taylor Wilde and Mickey James are backstage. Uh, okay. So Mickey's like, hey, Taylor Wilde, 
why'd you get involved in my match against Chelsea Green? And Taylor's like, I want to have your back. Like I said, I would. And if you're going to lose or win, I wanted you to do it on your own merit. So I wanted to stop Deanna and Chelsea from taking that away from you. And then says, besides, and Mickey's just like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And then Taylor does the whole like, oh, and if anyone's going to end your career, it's going to be me. And then Mickey just looks back and she's just like, what'd that bitch say? <laughs> what do you think of Taylor Wilde and Mickey James? When she said, if anyone's going to defeat you, all I could think of is going to be May. And then when she said it's going to be me, I was like, yes, I saw that coming. I'm still sports entertained. I'm literally excited for this match. Mickey James has been on a tear I can honestly say I've seen Mickey James wrestle a little bit when I first started watching wrestling again in recent times in 2018, and I wasn't impressed. Mm -hmm. And now seeing her in this run, in this capacity, even when she was champion, when she's like, I'm going home, Mickey James has really been phenomenal. Taylor Wilde, that last match she had in particular, I, I cannot wait to see that match tomorrow. I think the women are going to steal the show tomorrow because that's going to be another match where these girls are trying to kill each other. Well, not so much kill each other. I feel like Mickey, she can take it there, but she always goes in there. I want to respect you, but I don't think it's going to stay that way for long. And I cannot wait. <laughs> three, three matches involving the knockouts division. I'm, I'm, I'm all prime for that. Just like you were saying, I'm, I'm excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, by the way, before, before we get to the main event, I'm going to ask the chat. And Cresta, I, I sent you a message in the private chat here on the StreamYard. So Sean has said, Sean Ross Sapp sent me a message and said, if you guys want to do the Overdrive post show on Friday night, you can go ahead and do it. Chat, do you want us to do the Impact Overdrive post show on Friday night after the show or Monday, or sorry, not Monday, Sunday afternoon? At 1 p.m. Eastern. What's what, what's better for you? Tell us, tell us in the chat. And then if you're watching later on, let us know in the comments. And we'll make that decision and we'll announce what we do uh, based on what you all want to do. Cresta, are you available on Friday? Probably should have asked you first. You're muted. This is this. This is great. I like that you're muted for that whole thing. I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you just emoted the whole response where it sounded like you idiot. said yes. Yes, all wrestling is my life. Yeah, no, I stopped streaming on um Fridays for this specific reason, just in case. I am down for either day. Um, I'm only watching AEW the next day on Saturday. So that has nothing to do with anything. So whatever. Whatever day is good for the chat is good for me. Okay, chat, we'll figure it out. And uh, y'all in the comments, let us know here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Uh, I see people saying, what about Tim and Joel Pod? It's still going to happen regardless. That show's still happening Sunday at 10 a.m. We'll Eastern. bring Tim in, too. Tim is, I wanted to say it's a threesome. <laughs> Please, no, not with Tim. <laughs> Love him Look dearly, him in the no. eyes. <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> um, but I will say this. So Tim and I, we used to cover Impact with our, when we had our own channel and we were mm. building it. And then we decided not to because we both had kids and like there was stuff going on in our lives. Tim to this day is just like, I'm so upset that you have to continue watching impact because I want to talk about impact because he likes impact. He's like, I want to keep watching impact, but I don't have time and I'm not going to commit the time to it because I have to talk about other stuff for the pod where we're talking about AEW, we're talking about WWE. And if he sees anything else, 
Uh-huh. That's just, it, I just find it funny. He's just like, the one thing I want to watch, can't watch it because I don't have time for it. Because <laughs> I'm such, I'm such an awful human being that I make him watch AEW and WWE programming. It'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes you got to pay the cost to be the boss. But listen, if we can merge it into a super, I'm with whatever. I I have no life. I have no goals besides Pokemon comes out tomorrow. And besides wrestling, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I was going to wear my Pokemon gym badge, but it didn't match. Oh, here it is. There we go. It's green. It's green. <laughs> Amazing. So we'll find we'll figure it out. It's either going to be Friday after the show, we'll do the impact post show, or it's going to be Sunday in the afternoon. Keep it locked. We're going to figure it out. Death Machine Double Jeopardy is your main event. Sammy Callahan takes on Eric Young. And before the match even starts, VBD Big Con Angels and Diener beat the shit out of Sammy. They bloody him up. So I guess double jeopardy is like single jeopardy. As you should. That was that's right. Big brain plays. Big brain plays. That's right. And then Diener hits the curb stomp on Sammy, and then they 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 start the match after the after they go to break and they come back. Um, match was bloody. I know you had your your hands covering your face the whole time. You were unsure of what to what to do, what to watch. Sammy Callahan gets the win in his match that he put together. So clearly he was going to win, right? And uh, it was a very uncomfortable. Lot of blood. Soko saying that EY bladed himself way too hard. And uh, yeah, it, there was a lot of blood for Eric Young. What did you think of the match other than the obvious blood stuff? And then we'll talk about the post, post-match post shenanigans. So the beginning of the match is where I was like, wow, they jumped him. This is going to be over. But then I looked at how much time was left on the clock. I watched maybe the first third. Now this was me afterwards. I will say that N got a cheap pop out of me. You clearly couldn't knock Eric Young out. He's bleeding for the gods. Blood loss is no problem to him. The old dick twist. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter how strong you are. If you get hit in the yam bag, it's over. The fact that he hit this man with the old grabbing twist and then one, you can't. If wrestling is fake, explain that. Explain that. Explain that. I I, I laughed. As a guy... (laughs) As a guy who has who has had this happen to him, not in a wrestling match, <laughs> has had someone do the grab and twist. Um, yeah, it sucks. Okay, it's not fun. It's, it's not literally cool. like, you know how refs in wrestling have one point of damage? That's every guy's critical spot unless you have on a cup. Unless you have on a cup. So after that, my whole thought was, wow, Eric Young, you've been psychologically tormenting a group of people for like three weeks now. And you just got beat the fuck up by, for all intents and purposes, Sammy Callahan, who's a homeless, deranged, crazy person. (laughs) What's going to happen? What's going to transpire now? So when the rest of Violent by Design came out, I was like, oh, you about to get beat up again. Like, hasn't he suffered enough? (laughs) The answer to your question was dick twist. The old dick twist. The ye old dick twist. And the biting, of course. We talked about that earlier. The biting the impact tonight. So... (laughs) There's a spot where um, Sammy's talking trash to the close-up camera, but they're not taking the shot in the close-up camera. And he's like staring at the camera and he's got Eric Young and it's very clearly like, mm-hmm. take the camera shot. You should be taking the, and they don't do it. And I was like, well, that's a really weird decision. And then later on in the night, Impact Socials were like, this match was really graphic. And it was, and it was really bloody. So they put a bunch of stuff up on the Impact Plus app and outside of socials. 
I think whatever shot that I'm talking about is going to end up in that cut because there was a lot of blood going on at that point. So I think a lot of things were kind of messed up because it was so graphic. Um, Like I was saying earlier, like Sokol said that they, Eric Young bladed himself. He was bleeding way too much. I'll be fine. Typically they are like you lose that. You lose a good amount of blood, but like there are ways to kind of figure that out without going too heavy. Now, the way he did it or the, when he did it was a little strange because he got it when he took a DVD from Sammy Callahan on the apron. And I was like, that's what makes you bleed from the forehead. That was a little bit, you know, interesting, but uh, yeah. So, so they're saying that on the YouTube chat, they, they said that they had to make a lot of edits to make it decent for TV. And I saw that too. It's, it was bloody. It was, it was something else. That's for sure. I am gritting my teeth. Roman Reigns would be offended with me. My bloodline is weak. <laughs> Even you describing, I'm just like, oof. Mm. Like, I love wrestling and I, I enjoy the performance. I appreciate them because I, me, I could never, I could never. Headbutts, so many headbutts. Eric Young hits a pile driver. There's a kick out from Sammy Callahan. Sammy grabs Eric Young's testicles to get out of the second pile driver attempt that's in my notes. Two cactus drivers and a bunch of trash can leads to the head and Sammy wins it. So post-match. Outcome violent by design. They kind of saunter their way down. Sammy's left the ring. He's going up uh, out of the out of the arena. He's gone. VBD just kind of like stand over Eric Young. They look at each other. They look at him. They don't show Eric Young because he is way too bloody. And that's it. That's the show. There is no finish there's no, we don't know what's going on with violent by design and we don't know if they're still with Eric young. What did you think of that finish? What did you think of violent by design showing up at the end of that match? When he ate the pin up until that very moment, I'm like, yo, Eric young, the last couple of matches you've been in, you have lost. And this is after again, you've been tormenting Cody Diener for the longest. You just got Allen angels. <clears throat> And con, make it make it make sense. Because if you're saying you're the designer and you the world belongs to you, because everyone else is too weak to get it, but yet you, it's kind of like when Eddie Edwards kept blaming PCO, and you're the problem. And I hate that for Eric Young, I really do. But you, Josh Alexander's on a tear. Yeah, you didn't go after Speedball. Who else are you going to go at the digital media championship? Not saying you couldn't have taken it off of Brian Myers at the time. Are you saying you don't believe in Joe Henry? I, be- I believe in Joe Henry. I do. But I'm saying like, you didn't go after that. The mm-hmm. ones you did go after, you ended up getting beat up again after psychologically tormenting people and saying that might makes right. So if you don't get beat up, they're going to beat you up. <laughs> like something's got to give. And at this point, it might be a hostile Dean or takeover, which I'm kind of here for. I'm kind of here for. There's this really interesting dynamic that can be played into. Mm-hmm. You can turn it into a feud for the, the control of violent by design where Diener leads his faction, his three against Eric young. Um, and someone's making up, not making up, sorry, bringing up the idea that Eric Young's contract might be coming up. And yes, mm-hmm. that's something that's been reported through FIFL that you know, I think it was uh, extended to the end of the year. So when I spoke to Eric Young in an unreleased interview that I did with him back in June, Eric basically told me, when I'm done, I'm done. 
no big retirement ceremony, no big walking off into the sunset. Like he wants to go out like wrestlers of the past where mm-hmm. he loses the last big match head, you know, eyes to the lights, eyes to the sky. One, two, three, that's it. Maybe he can do some backstage stuff, but realistically he's like, when I'm done, I'm done. And if that's it, and he passes the torch to Cody Diener, I'm okay with that. Same. I'm even okay with him, when you put it in that perspective, I'm even okay with him losing to Sammy Callahan. I may not like Sammy Callahan's matches, but he's a great entertainer. And again, I bring up the fact that Sammy and Eric have teamed together before, and I think we're going to see it again. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe this could be a big, like you said, Diener faction versus um, Young, Cody, not Cody. Sammy earns his respect and vice versa. And praying, knocking on wood, whoever you believe in, Allah, Jesus, Buddha, whoever, Joe, Joe Doring comes back. 3v3, mm. I would love to see that. I would, I I would like to hate see that. that. If they can get Doring in and do a three versus three, new VBD versus Sammy, Eric, mm. and Joe Doring. I think that would be wonderful. I, I don't know. Again, if, if some, something like yeah. this has to be stretched out to hard to kill. That's yeah. really what it has to do. Because if you just do it at the end of the year cold and you do Diener versus Eric Young, it's kind of it doesn't work. You know, it's I would just, feel it's like that's match. Eric Young's finished after that. I would feel like that. Yeah, but but I think Eric Young and hopefully Scott Demore would want to build this to a mm-hmm. bigger crescendo because just having Diener pin Eric Young and be like. I take over VBD now. That's yeah. not good enough. That's not powerful enough. Yeah. I but we'll see. I, uh, but I like the idea. I like what you're tossing out there with Joe Doring. We have heard nothing of an update. So yeah. anything we're saying is completely speculatory. I made that up in my brain. I, yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> we're hoping, we're hoping like hell that he can yeah. come back very soon and that he's doing well, physically, mentally, everything. Um, but again, this, this is us just completely throwing stuff at the wall as an idea, fantasy booking, whatever you want to call it. But I like that idea. That's a good three by three. Um, Let's talk about Overdrive because the show is tomorrow night, Friday. If you're watching it now, then it's live tomorrow. But if you're watching it after the fact, it's Friday. So here we go. Pre-show matches, six-man X Division showcase. It's Kenny King, Yuya Yumura, Bupinder Gujar, Jason Hotch, Speedball Mike Bailey, and Rich Swan. Speedball on a pre-show. is is That's a mind-blowing thing to do. BTI has been has been pussy popping these past three weeks. So I'll give I I (laughs) I will give them that. I will give them that. I don't hate it. I don't hate it on the pre-show because they got a million matches. They have a million matches. They have a million matches. Who have you got for this? Uh between well, all six men. King, Yamura, Gujar, Hotch, Bailey, Rich Swan. I have Kenny King. Okay. I want to say speedball, but I 4,000% see Kenny King going out of his way to screw them. And I see Kenny King being the smartest man in that ring. It's going to be a fantastic match. And I think everyone's going to do the part, but I, I'm going to put my money on Kenny King. Because I feel like there's a character change coming in there. And this will kick off a program between him and hopefully speedball Bailey proper. So I agree with you that King and Bailey need to start their official program here. I think they're going to cancel each other out. Rich Swan's going to get the win. He's going to pin Jason Hotch. And I wouldn't mind seeing Gujar and Yamora start a thing after this. Mm-hmm. But that's where I've got it. Okay. Uh, also on the pre-show, Motor City Machine Guns take on Ace of Bays. 
I mean, Ace of Base have got to win this and keep moving forward with this push as a tag team, right? Is that what you're feeling too? My heart says yes. I would love for Ace of Base to win, but Motor City Machine Guns always put up when it's time. But I'm going to go with my heart here. I'm going to vote for Ace of Base as well. They uh, didn't get the win tonight. They did. And, and I'd like to see them build on that because Motor City Machine Guns are that team that can lose a billion times and people are still going to be behind them because oh, yeah. they can pick it up like that. They have that tag team focus. They have been there a million times. It's time to build Ace of Base. And I'm fine Agreed. with Agreed. Agreed. On the main show, the X Division Championship Finals, Trey Miguel, Black Taurus. This is a tough one. Uh, who do you think is going to win this match? I'm going all in with Black Taurus. I am a Taurus. He is a bull. We have that connection. Jokes aside, he's been doing fantastic on Impact for at least two months now. And maybe a little bit more than that. Black Taurus has really been doing the thing. So I'm going to go with Black Taurus. Nothing again against Trey Miguel. But I think this is really the next character arc for Trey Miguel. And I cannot wait to see that. I can't wait. Seeing Crazy Steve do the introduction for Black Taurus, I think we're going in that direction. It feels like we're going in that direction. Yeah. Or you go back to Trey Miguel and you have someone who's a bad guy holding that that X Division championship. I don't think he would turn, quote unquote, heel bad guy if he wins. I think that happens if he loses because he's like, excuse me? (laughs) He really flips. Okay. Uh, Billy76 with the Super Chat saying, Ace of Bays are heading to Japan once the show is over. They're doing junior tag league but I want them to win against Motor City Machine Guns too. And that's the thing. They can still do Junior Tag League and be yeah. like, because all of December, like there's no major show except for that inter-wrestling, the Interprovincial Wrestling Federation, which is their big like fantasy BS, whatever. I'm not a big fan of it, but I, I understand why people are interested in it. But I'm saying is that there's a lot of time for them to film vignettes. There's a lot of mm-hmm. time for them to just build to a tag team championship match at Hard to Kill. So I, that's why I see Ace of Base getting the win and they can dominate in tag league and say, Hey, we did really well out in Japan. So impact when we come back, we want to be in the mix for the, the world tag team titles. And also impact is good for that. Impact is like, okay, you won. If you want to go to Japan, that's fine. And vice versa. If someone wants to come from Japan or somewhere else and have your titles on impact TV, they're like, that's fine. We're the best. <laughs> so I could see, I could see what you said. I'm going out there and say, we really put the impact titles out there. So yeah, we, we deserve it. Uh, speaking of the Impact World Tag Team Championships, major players are going to take on champions Heath and Rhino. I normally don't advocate for a title to change hands right after mm-hmm. uh, the tag team the tag champions win it. But honestly, as much as I enjoy Heath and Rhino, it felt like them winning the tag titles was just the end of the Honor No More saga with Rhino and Heath. And now the major players are going to win it. I don't know who to pick for this because I have the same feelings that you have but also i'm like they just won it and i've i've been wrong before i thought masha slamovich might have taken it off of jordan grace the first time and that didn't happen she was hot major players the only reason i'm saying this is that in the show tonight they promoted the christmas drive the figure drive that they're doing and it feels like it feels like the major players are gonna win this Cardona, the rumors to WWE, he's he's trolling everybody. I think the major players winning kind of cements that he's going to stick around on the indies for a little bit longer. And I think the major players are going to walk out with this one. I don't know why, but I just have that feeling. 
I don't know. I'm going to put my faith in Heath and Rhino. I'm going to say that they retain only because they literally just won it. And this would be like, what, their second defense, third defense? If that? Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with the Knockouts Tag Team Championships. They do this every time where the new champs immediately drop the titles in their first defense. Death Dolls, who are the champions, take on Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles. I don't think that the Death Dolls are going to drop these tag titles. I think that Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles are going to lose. We are opposite day today because I think Death Dolls are going to lose. Just because, like, Jessica being on a bender, I... I but she came back from the bender and she was she she beat the shit out of these girls. I think there's I think there's a longer term issue mm-hmm. that comes into play with Jessica and the drinking and all that, which I I'm not I, I don't like using drinking storylines yeah. in wrestling. It makes me feel weird. They did a it just it doesn't make me happy to watch. But I think that that's a longer term story that they might tell. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't think that this is it for Death Dolls, and I think this is it for Tasha and Savannah Evans. I think they'll start refocusing Savannah Evans as like a top tier heel who goes after all the big champions. I'm going to disagree with you here. I, I feel like now that we've all loved and gotten to know Jessica and Rosemary and Ty and figure it out, now we sow the seeds of destruction. I think they lose the titles here. And this is what really kicks off Jessica, like descent into madness. And I don't like that. I agree with you. I don't think storylines around storylines around things like that are really kosher because some, that's that's like a real problem. It's not even like, <laughs> that's like a real problem that a lot of people have. So I, I think that's what kicks it off. I do think Steels and Savannah um, become tag titles, tag champions, because if they don't, I don't know, like you said, what the future holds for both of them. So It's very interesting and a very strange knockouts tag title match, only because, again, the knockouts tag titles – they keep changing hands mm-hmm. when Vex dropped them almost immediately to the death dolls. And before that, the inspiration had them for a very short time. Like it's the, the, the knockouts tag champions have been very, very quickly unseated after winning the titles. This is the first potential for a long standing champion mm-hmm. in death dolls. And I'm fine with that, but we'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow night. Uh, let's move on. Tables match between Moose and bully Ray, but bully bully's got to win, right? Man, don't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, bully wins because of cheating. How do you cheat in a tables match? Somebody else is going to come out. and Well, the only person who would come out to beat up Moose is Macklin. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I think Macklin's going to get involved in the match, but I think uh, ultimately Bully's going to win. I... Yeah, bully's bully's gonna win. I don't know how, but it's gonna happen. And I mean, this is—I can't even say that. That sounds really awful. Um, these are two bullies having a bully off, and a I was gonna off. say these are two jerks. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> so it's like, like right? no one's gonna help bully. Maybe, maybe Tommy Dreamer. Maybe Tom. Oh, I hope not. Please no. Bully Ray, final answer. It furthers the storyline. <laughs> last rodeo match. Mickey James takes on Taylor Wilde. I feel like the last rodeo is going to continue. Mickey James oh, is yeah. going to get the win. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think yeah, Mickey not- James gets the win here. 
Yeah, not much to say here. For the Knockouts Championship, Jordan Grace defends against Masha Slamovich in a last woman standing match. This is Masha's win. I think this is it for Jordan Grace. I don't know who to pick. Again, we talked about it last week. There are ways you can go, so many ways you can go. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want Masha to win right now, but you can't do two knockouts title matches and have her lose like that unless they do something real funky with that finish to make Masha look strong and Jordan just barely eke out a win. I do think it's Masha's time after that, especially after that promo, the way even, even as wacky as it kind of was, it was still like, I don't care. I'm killing her. I don't care. She's died. I don't care. Death. I want Jordan Grace. I, I, it pains me to say this, but I do think it's Masha's time too, because if it's not Masha's time, the only thing I could think of is maybe Giselle Shaw is still bitter and somehow gets involved in the match as shenanigans, but Jordan still retains. But Masha's now mad at everything and everybody, and now she's definitely rampaging Kaiju. There's there's just no other way to do it at this point. Masha's gotta win. Again, and like, it's like I want Grace to retain, but it's like, how? Unless someone comes in and just and beats the tar out of Jordan Grace or beats up both women and it's double can out, which is an awful way to get out of that match. But then who would you bring in for that? You would have to bring in like you have to bring in a Britt Baker. You know what I mean? You have to bring I mean, in a big name. Everyone's just everyone's gonna say Killer Kelly, but Killer Kelly's just kind of waiting in the wings for something. Yeah, she's too weird. She's still too weird. She's still too she's still weird. too weird. It's true. She's she's dominant, but dominant in that kinky weird way. Yeah, yeah. I could see Jordan Grace is beating her up for real, for real, and same thing with Masha Sanders for real, for real. Like, I could see even Deanna Perazzo beating her up. So it's nothing against her. I think Killer Kelly's great, but she's not there yet. She's not there yet. I yeah. I don't know. It feels it just feels like Masha's time after this. If they they go they went right back to the well, mm-hmm. um, I I would have I would have waited. I would have done the title change on pay per view instead of at an Impact Plus show. But as is tradition, maybe they don't change titles and we're both two clowns looking at each other. <laughs> here's the thing about Impact that I will always say: a title will always change hands on an Impact show. Always, like the X Division Finals are happening, so someone's going to walk out with the X Division Championship, but no one's going to have beaten a champion for the mm-hmm. X Division title. Tag titles, we're saying maybe major players are going to be Heath, Heath and Rhino. Okay. KO tag titles, I think the Death Dolls return. I think they retain. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Tables match that has no title. The Knockouts tag titles, or sorry, the Knockouts title is the only title that's like could very much change hands. And I actually want the World Impact title to change hands. Not because I don't like Josh Alexander, but like when we get there, we'll get there. But it's like if it's not that one, then it's over there. Josh Alexander defends his World Impact Championship against Frankie Kazarian. I mean, I don't think Frankie's winning. I think if Frankie wins, it's an awful, awful idea. I don't think this is the end of Josh Alexander's reign. What do you think? I know in my heart, Josh Alexander is going to win this. However, I also would like in my heart. For Frankie Kazarian to win this, he makes a very good point. I want to win the big one. Not to say that he needs the charity or the pity. This is going to be a good match. However, what is Frankie Kazarian doing in AEW again? I think Money? we could get... Yeah, but we could give this man a run. You know what I mean? To have him get it now and in January, give my shit back. <laughs> yes, it's stupid, but I feel like it'll give 
Yeah, I don't even know why I'm doing this. That man's not winning. I'm sorry. I'm Stop sorry. it. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, the only reason that this would have worked with what you're saying is that they gave him the exhibition championship and then they flipped it back to Mike Speedball Bailey. That's the only thing that would have worked for me now that we're in this world where Speedball lost mm-hmm. and Frankie won. And there should have been something in between that those guys had some sort of feud, maybe get Christopher Daniels involved because they kept alluding to the whole Christopher Daniels win streak or defense mm-hmm. streak. And they and they killed it. They absolutely just killed it dead before they even had a chance to make it a thing. So now we got to do Kazarian versus Josh Alexander because again, Josh Alexander continues to have to beat the the the, the ghosts of Impact, which is absurd to think about that we're still doing this story where it's Josh versus the ghost of Impact. Please love us now. We're gonna beat every guy that you hated in the last twenty years. It's it's a matter of time before Jeff Jarrett shows up on loan from AEW and says, yeah, beat me slab nuts. And then it's Josh Alexander versus Jeff Jarrett in a King of the mountain match. And it's just those two. It's no, there's no one else in this thing. It's just Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I can't do it. That's a mess. That's a mess. That, my that's point cat. being, <laughs> my point being, I'm ready for Josh Alexander to move on from Frankie Kazarian, from bully Ray, from everyone that's involved with the passive impact. I don't need any more ghost of impact world championship matches let's let's get the fresh matches going the macklins even the moose matches let's do you know ace austin let's do those matches let's well, that get the gel matches <laughs> there's so much more that's that's on offer here we don't need what we're doing right now josh alexander is going to win hopefully we're going to move on hopefully the bully match is just a very quick blow-off thing and then bully gets to ride off into the sunset do his show on do busted open. And then that's it. I still want Kazarian to win. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I heard what you said. That sounded very informative, but I still want Kazarian to win. I mean, like I feel you on the ghost of impact pass, but also I'm like, who else is there? Let's do something. This feels zesty together. Let's hold hands and make everyone mad together. Let's do it. If this man, this is the mountain of woe, the pillar of woe for him, let's give it to him. Because so then with Bully Ray does some shenanigans, he does it to Frankie Kazarian, and then Josh Alexander truly becomes a walking weapon. He just goes apeshit, the chaos method. I know it's not hmm. going to happen, but we just chaos it. I just tried to do that with an AEW storyline that's absolutely not doing that. So we're not going to go there. I'm done. Chaos. <laughs> done with it. And we are so deep into this show that it's done let us know in the comments if you want us to do the overdrive show on Friday night after the, after the impact show, or if you want us to wait until Sunday afternoon, let us know in the comments. I know what you all have been saying in the chat. We appreciate you. Thank you. Let's get out of here. Cresta, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, before Twitter goes to hell in a handbasket, you can find me at Cresta V star. There's a link tree in my bio or anywhere where you can type Cresta star. I'm on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, in your hearts and right behind you. Ah, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yes, and on Saturday, you can find me on Know Your News. I am there with Jules the Human. We do Gaming Gone Weird at 4 p.m. This weekend, we are doing the Pokemon episode, so I hope you guys are there. Excited stuff. And um, Thursdays, I'm here with Joel Pearl. Joel Pearl, where can they find you, Joel Pearl? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> If Twitter goes down, I don't know where people can find me. I'm at Joel Pearl somewhere. I have to replace this banner where it has the Twitter with the things. It's going to have to be like the everyone's Instagram or some shit. I don't know. Facebook. 
Please don't find me on Facebook. It's Tumblr. not. Nothing there. <laughs> I'm not on Tumblr. I, I'm at Joel Pearl on forms of social media. Just find me there. Eh? J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. We'll be back after for Impact Overdrive. I'm done. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.